All right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the We're Having a Good Time podcast. My name's Dusty Slay, and I'm your host today. And as always, I got a lot of stuff I'm going to play here. This song, this podcast did not start with an intro song. And the reason being is because I have a few intro songs that I like right now. And um, they've been sent to me. And I'm going to play them, you know, in order of uh, not not in, in what I like necessarily because I like them all. I'm kind of, you know, I'm going to play a few and I'd like some feedback. I'd like uh, people to let me know which ones they like. Um, so... You know, I got a lot that I'm going to do. Uh, there's been, you know, a lot of stuff going on. Obviously, we're all shut down and unprecedented times that we're living in. We're all, we're all, most of us are out of work unless you're in the healthcare industry or uh, first responder or that type of thing, or or just you know some kind of essential job. Most of us are out of work, and uh, so lots going on. Uh, Joe Diffie. Country singer has died, uh, and since my last podcast, Kenny Rogers has died. Uh, apparently, John Prine is sick. Uh, if you don't know who those guys are, um, I will play some of those songs in this podcast. This is going to be more of a music podcast, too, because, well, comedy's not happening, you know? I mean, I could do this right here and go... Where we've been, where we're going. Where they going? Where they been? Where they going? Where, where they been? Where we're going, where we've been. Well, where have I been? Oh, I've been at home. <laughs> I've done nothing. I did a live stream at Zany's uh, a couple weeks ago, I think. Um, and that's it. I uh, had a couple of ideas about how to do some live shows. Uh, but I think everything's being squashed right now because everyone's afraid to do anything and, and, and with good reason, I guess. Um, you know, I've debated the seriousness of the coronavirus. I've debated it. Uh, is it that big of a deal? Are we overreacting? At times, I think we are. And at other times, I'm like, oh, no, this seems pretty serious. So I'm not getting freaked out. At all, but yeah, I mean, when Joe Diffie died and they said they reported due to complications of the coronavirus, I was like, wow, well, that seems pretty serious. I mean, I don't know Joe Diffie's current health leading up to this, but, you know, it's pretty real. It really hits you. Uh, and where am I going? Well, I don't know. Um, I was supposed to be two weeks ago. I was supposed to be in Cleveland. Last week, I was supposed to be in Rhode Island. I would be just getting home today from my trip to Rhode Island and then this weekend, I would be headed off uh, to uh, uh, where would oh I would be going to Austin, Texas. That's been canceled or hopefully rescheduled. And then the next week, uh, I would be going to the Grove in Lowell, Arkansas. As it stands, that's not canceled. I guess I don't know, but I I can't see that happening. I uh, can't see. I don't know how, to be honest with you, I don't know how we return to the way things were. I mean, when a thing like this spreads, and this is not a hopeless statement here, I think that just because things don't return to the way they were doesn't mean 
there can't be a new way to do things. But, you know, I don't know how you go from I've never lived through this. I don't know how you go through global viral pandemic where people are afraid to touch each other to back to normal. Like, I mean, I've been in some New York City subways before where I'm on the train and I'm just, it's so crowded that you can't help but touch four or five people around you. How do we go from I'm afraid for someone's skin to touch my skin back to that? I don't know how we do it. Um, I don't know how we go. I mean, you know, after shows, I love to shake people's hands. I love, I'm, I really love that. I love the idea of you've come to my show now, after the show, I'd love to stand by the door. I'd love to shake everyone's hand as they leave the show just to say thanks for coming to the show. I don't know how we go back to that. So I don't know what happens. I don't know where, when, when my next gig will be. Uh, you know, maybe, who knows? Is comedy over? I don't know. I hope not. But how do we go back to sitting 300, 400 people in a room in a crammed in um comedy club where we let people bring us food that we don't know if they've been washing their hands or not. How do we return? And I think that's the questions that'll be facing us. I have some ideas, but I'm not going to share them here because I think I have some innovative ideas and I'm going to try to make money off of them. But uh, I have some thoughts. I I think that uh, the way to get things going, um, entertainment wise for the kind of job that I do. And I don't think it's on the internet. Sure. I've joined TikTok. If you're, if you're not, um, if you're on TikTok and you're not following me, go ahead and do that. I mean, in a week and a half, I've almost got 7,000 followers. That's pretty good for me. I mean, I have no cleavage, cleavage to show off. And, uh, so 7,000 in a week and a half, I think is pretty good. I'm just posting stand up clips and I'm having a lot of fun with that. But, Internet comedy is not what I enjoy. I've been doing some stuff on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter with the Nature with Dusty, Yard Work with Dusty. I've been doing various things, but that's not what I like. I've been doing it, but that's not what I like. Even the podcast, I mean, the, 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 my whole plan of the podcast in the beginning was to do a weekly podcast so that people could tune in to me and keep up with me. Like I, I go do a show in your town and then you come listen to my podcast after I leave. And that way you kind of stay in touch with what I'm doing. So when I come back to your town in a year and six months, you'll go, oh, I remember that guy. I've been listening to his podcast. Let's go see it again. That was my intention behind it, just to kind of give some content in between. And now, you know, I'm not doing shows. I'm in my, I've been giving advice to how to become a comedian to people for months. And now no one can be a comedian. So, you know, where do you go from this place? Where, what is the next steps? I mean, people aren't going to work. I hear people, you know, they're saying that if you're, you're, if you're a family, you could receive up to $3,000 a month. If you're a single person, you could receive $1,000 a month. And then I get on the internet and all I see is people complaining about, oh, that's all I get is $1,000 a month. That's all I get. It's like, I get it. If the, if, if the government has told you that you can't work, that you can't make money, then $1,000 is, is not a lot of money. But where do we expect all this money to just come from? I mean, who's going to, 
just give us the money. I, I think the better plan is to just say everything stops. There's no more rent. There's no more bills. And there's no more uh, mortgage payments until this thing gets settled out. But how long does it go? You know, I mean, the president comes on TV and he says, hey, I'd like to open by Easter. Everyone freaks out, calls the guy a moron. Maybe he is. I don't know. But I like the idea that we are talking about when can we get things going again. You know, I'm not this is not political and it never will be. Um not under the brand of the We're Having a Good Time podcast. Now, <laughs> I mean, if this continues on, maybe I will make a political podcast, but it'll be called something else. I won't, I won't do that to this one. But, um, you know, I mean, I hear, you know, people trying to put hope out to people, and then the news media really slams it, slams the idea of hope. And I think sometimes in these days that we're living in. I mean, hope is all that we have sometimes. I mean, it's like, well, we hope it gets better. We hope we will be able to go back to work. We hope we will be able to make our mortgage payments. That's all we have. I mean, when the government says you can't go to work, you can't sit down in a restaurant, you can't gather with more than 10 people, well, all we have is hope. We have hope and we have internet content that eventually, I mean, it's like the entire world is talking about uh, a man that raised some tigers. I don't have Netflix, so I haven't seen it. Uh, I know it's crazy in this day and age that I don't have Netflix, but to be honest with you, there's not much on there for me. I had it for a while. I just would flip through it forever and never find anything that I wanted to watch. And I'm like, what, what am I paying for this for? I don't like endless TV shows. Inevitably, every TV show that I've ever heard about people getting into, with the exception of Breaking Bad, everybody's like, oh, I hated the ending. I hated the ending. Well, I don't know. Why watch it? If you, if you, you know, Game of Thrones, everybody was like, oh, the ending was terrible. Sopranos, they were like, it's terrible. But, you know, sometimes, you know, all we have is hope. So I like that. I would love, you know, now the, the mandate, you know, it's been pushed to the end of April. So I hope that, you know, we do go back to work then. I hope that we do. I mean, everybody is an expert now. Everybody's like, oh, there's no way we'll have this thing cleared up by the end of April. And it's like, well, I don't know that. Uh, And I like the optimism. I also like to believe that when we reach that date, if they feel like, you know what, it's not safe, then we don't go. But I, I do agree that, you know, because I've I've already be- begun to feel this way in my own life that and 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 I'm not I'm not I don't have a family. I don't I have a wife, but I don't have, you know, kids to take care of. I don't have I live well within my means. I've saved money for a long time. I I you know, I I you know, I've prepared for this type of thing in a way without knowing that's what I was doing. I mean, I was just always prepared that uh, you know, um Something would happen because, you know, everybody I would I was always prepared that I would say something that that offended someone and they would shame me on social media. And then uh, that would go viral. And then all the clubs would be like, well, we can't have that kind of stuff here. And then all my gigs would get canceled. That's what I always expected to happen. 
Uh, even though I don't even say controversial things, it doesn't. You don't even have to say anything controversial now. You just have to be accused of saying something controversial, uh, and then enough hype gets behind it, then people get all mad. I've seen it happen. People get all mad at someone, and it's like, wait, what did they do? And then you know, no one even seems to really know. Um, you know, so. I don't know. I think that in this time, I mean, what we have is hope. I mean, I don't know how many people that listen to me pray. I don't know how many people that listen to me are religious. But if you pray, uh, I would say now's you know a good time to be praying. And if you don't pray, now might be a good time to start. I mean, there's weird stuff going on. I mean, I don't want to get all biblical, but it's like if you if you're you know for for the bible readers that i have out there i mean matthew 24 talks about end times right and it talks about earthquakes in diverse places now there's maps that you can look up and show that earthquakes are happening all over the country i mean not not the country the world um and you know and then it talks about pestilence which is disease and viruses and 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 it's like now we have that to the largest degree that I've ever seen. Does that mean that it's the end times? Probably not. Probably not. I hope not. Again, there's the word. I hope not. But who knows where we're going? And this, none of this is a doom and gloom message. I'm speaking to the reality of what's happening. Oh, and back to the back to the point. I mean, I, 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 without hope, without work, without making money, there are people out there who did not prepare for this sort of thing. There are people out there who don't have savings, and they're going to be looking for those, you know, gov- money from the government as they should. The government takes money from us all the time. You should look for it back. Um, but you know, it starts to affect your well-being, I believe, because it it already has mine in in a certain way, um, where you get this kind of feeling of. You know, when I'm doing comedy and I'm performing every week, I feel good. I'm like, I'm doing my job. I'm making money. I'm providing for my family. I have a a feeling of accomplishment and a feeling of well-being. When there's no feeling of accomplishment, you don't feel good. I mean, I've been there before in my life, even with a job. I mean, this is the longest that I've ever been without I mean, since the time that I first started working, and I have a long string of jobs, I would say this is probably, I don't know, maybe a little after high school, I took a couple of months off. But since that time, this is the longest I've been off of work. This is the longest I've been without doing anything. And you're talking sitting around the house. I mean, I'm not even that afraid of the virus but even I'm sketched out about hanging out with people. I don't want to be around a lot of people right now. When I did the live stream at Zany's, there was a fair amount of people there. And I mean a tiny amount of people, but a fair amount of people that it made me nervous. And and that, I think that's the paranoia that swept us. But as people move forward here with no sense of accomplishment. They're just sitting at home all day, every day with their families. It's going to start to change our moods. It's going to start to affect us in a way. And I think the faster we can get back to work, the better it will be for all of us. 
especially if you live in an apartment complex. I mean, I just moved into my house, you know, a, a few months back, maybe six months ago, and I am so happy that I did that. I, you know, I mean, in some ways I felt like I, I rushed into it, but I'm so happy to be in a house and have a yard and just be able to, uh, to do that sort of stuff. Because I have, you know, rooms to move around in. I have a yard to walk around in and that, that stuff is helping me. But, you know, hope is what we have and, you know, um, so I, I, I just, it just, it's shocking to me the amount of people I see on the internet trashing hope. They said they're giving us a false hope. I don't know how saying, hey, we'd like to be back to work by this date is false hope. That's a goal. It's setting a goal saying this is what we're trying to accomplish. And no one's ever dealt with this before. No one's ever dealt with this type of thing. And this is another thing that I'll say. And then I'm going to get into talking about music and talking about things like this. And before I say that, I'm not saying that any of these people or organizations are untrustworthy. I'm just putting this out there. When they say that America has the highest number of infections, I think that you just got to look at, at what we're dealing with here and say, well, do we trust the way that every country is reporting what they have? I have a hard time believing that we have more people, infected people, than the place where the virus originated. Um, not for any negative type of reasons, but because the country that it originated in has a very high population of people. Um, and, you know, and I think our freedoms here in this country could be a reason why we have a high infection rate, because we are such a people that's used to being free, used to people not telling us what to do that we're like, oh no, we're not locking down. We're going to move and shake out here. And you know, that could, that could hurt us. But I just don't know that I, I trust, I mean, because what country would want to report high numbers? I mean, to me, I would think if I'm a country, I'm like, I don't want to make my country look bad. Let's not report high numbers. That's just my thought. I just don't think that you can trust everybody, and I think that you should question everything. That's always how I felt. All right, so I'm always about it. I'm always about questioning things. And my email is dustyslaycomedy at gmail.com. Email me stuff. Send me things. Um. You know, I'd love to read your thoughts on things just to see what you have. I mean, I got a lot of free time right now. I, I mean, I joined TikTok. Do you know how long I made fun of TikTok? And now I'm on it. And that's my favorite social media right now. I don't even care about the others. Okay, so this, how do you transition from that to this? I don't know. I'm not trying to be doom and gloom, but what do you want me to do? I'm, I've been sitting in my house for a long time and I'm not, I, I wanted, for so long I've, I've, created everything for me to be able to do a live podcast from my house. But now I, I cut on, I, I, I turn on Instagram and everybody's doing a live stream. Everybody and their mom is doing a live stream. And I, 
you know, I don't know. I don't want to do it. I don't want to be another, you know, just another thing. So I'll do my podcast the way that I've always done it. The people that want to listen to me, I'm happy to have you. Uh, But I'm happy to hear your thoughts on this type of thing. Uh, You know, email me. Let me know how it's affecting you, how it's affecting people around you. you. What have you found? I mean, I'd love to just be some kind of informative podcast. I mean, unfortunately, the podcast cannot be the same because everything has changed. I'm very happy. I'm very optimistic. But am I to pretend that nothing's going on? When it is, there's so much going on right now. Uh, you know, I have so much time off, but I, I also, I don't even want to visit my family because I'm like, I, I don't, you know, I don't want to infect my family. I mean, my parents are both in their 60s. Well, my dad's in his 70s now. And, uh, you know, I'm not, I don't know what I got. So, all right. <laughs> All right, so that's about 20 minutes of me doing that. But let me play you this song. This is an intro song written by uh, a guy named Troy Ritchie. You can find him at I am Troy Ritchie on Instagram. And this was a really fun intro. He took the old intro that Joe Denham had done for me and basically just gave it a new spin. I mean, he completely rewrote it, but it's the same kind of concept. And I'd like to play it right now. I'll give a wave like this just to let you know that that joke is over. I misbehave on stage, but I'm better than when I wasn't sober. So uh, I've sobered up. There's still some blackouts. uh, I worked in hobbits and survived tornadoes and trailers, but that don't mean I won't put in my two weeks later having a good time, baby. I really like that. I like so many of these that have been sent to me. I don't think that I want to tell you all the names uh, because I don't know that everybody wants me, you know, to say, you know, that it was their their thing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know that people are, are, are like, because this, this guy, Troy Ritchie, I, I talked to him and he, he actually went and and really put some recording into this and some of the others you know they, they, they one guy's like hey this is my first try he may not want me to broadcast like you know you don't want your first draft of a painting being thrown out to the public but so Troy Ritchie that'll be intro 1 let me know dustyslaycomedy at gmail.com. let me know which one you like that'd be that'd be one Troy Ritchie is one this is two oh sorry this is two We're having a good time. 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 
All right, that's two. I really like that one too. I think that's a lot of fun. These, this one was sent to me, and I, I like these, but these just feel like um, just some background music that I could use for something. I mean, but. Uh, that's what the love of money does. Money. I mean, we're just talking Billy Joel here. I mean, I like that, but, you know, that's Billy Joel's thing. But I appreciate you sending that in. Here's another one. This is a fun one. Also, if you're listening, I am looking for some bumpers, too. You know, like things like the Where We've Been, Where We're Going. I'm looking for some of those. Here is intro song number three. I really like that too. That's intro number three. This will be intro number four. Let's see. It's nice to hear a voice. It's not your own. Talking about life. Telling some jokes. Well, hey, you come on over and stay. Hey, you come on over and stay. Because we're having a good time. Having a good time. One more time because I, 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 let's go one more time here. hear a voice, it's not your own. It's nice to hear a voice, it's not your own. Talking about life, telling some jokes. Well, hey, you, come on over and stay. Hey, you, come on over and stay. Cause we're having a good time, having a good time, having a good time. Okay, so that's number four. Um, now, keep in mind, number one, I'll give a wave, is well produced. It and and some of the others I think can be put into that well produced ringer. Um, you know, if um, if if you know, if I say, hey, let's go with this, let's make this happen. It's tough to decide, and I, I enjoy them all. That's why it's hard to decide. I mean, it's how how nice is it that I have these, you know, these great things, um, you know, these all these great talented people, you know, emailing me songs and things like that, and and I really appreciate it. I appreciate you guys sending those in, and if anybody you know wants to send more, I'd love to have them. But this is the type of of, of bumpers that I'm looking for. If um, you know, if this is something you're interested in, I'd like a, an on the road because I have this one right now. Let's see what this one is. They talking trash. No, that's a different one. Um, I don't know how to get this to stop. 
stop blinking now. Okay, now, you know, we got this one. I said boo on the road. Boo on the road. Now, as you know, I've not been eating food on the road. I'll tell you what we did do. We went to Sonic the other day, which is out of character for us in general, but especially during a pandemic. Uh, but we were just sitting here and we thought, you know, I'd love a cheeseburger. Now, we've been making our own food here and we've made burgers, but I thought, you know, a gross delicious fast food burger would be really good right now. We decided to go to Sonic and we went there and uh, I got that Sonic burger and I got the number one uh, with mustard and then I got um, some tater tots and I came home and I opened that thing and I took a bite out of it and I was like, wow, this is delicious. But then halfway through, I was like, this is disgusting. And I didn't finish it. And that's why I don't eat fast food. I I don't eat it because it's not good and there's no nutritional value in it. And somehow wanting to take care of your body and wanting to be healthy is some kind of like it's it's like this weird thing where you're like, you're not a man if if you you're like, oh, you're too good to eat fast food. And it's like, well, I don't know what you mean by too good, but it's bad for you. And it's not like fattening. It's just like, is it even real food? Like, how do they make that bread? How do, you know, it's like when I used to work at Papa John's, I used to work there back in the day, and I would make pizzas. And we would, you know, you know, work out the dough ourselves to spin it around and make it that big flat circle that it is. But it would come like the factory would make the dough and they would send that into us. And, um, and it's like, we don't know what's in it. We don't know what kind of chemicals is in it. The cheese came already grated. We don't know what's in that cheese. It's like you don't know what's in anything. It's nice if you're making your own food. So food on the road for us has, has, has been that one Sonic trip. But thankfully, we've been able to go to the grocery store and, uh, you know, get ourselves some some food and, and, and be able to cook. I mean, I got a grill not too long ago, and so I'm able to grill out things. And I'm just trying to, you know, I'm just trying to live the safest, cleanest life possible. And um, so these are the type of bumpers I'm looking for, much like the food on the road segment. I got an on the road segment. Right now we have it. We're on the road again. Matt Price made some amazing bumpers. And the only reason I want to get new intro and new bumpers is because Hannah doesn't do the podcast anymore. And um, so... It doesn't make sense to have all these things. I have story time. I'd like music I'm listening to, a bumper that says music I'm listening to. Here here was a uh, – this was actually one bumper that was made for me, uh, and I like this one pretty well This because I wanted a mo- – you know, one of these is called um, – let's see, you know, motivational time because, you know, I'm always trying to motivate in some kind of way. So here, here is that one. It's a motivational moment with Dusty Slay. See, just simple as that. I mean, there could be other things. It could be more technical, but that, you know, I just want to be able to go boom, hit that, and then go into my motivational moment. So I have music I'm listening to, story time with Dusty, conspiracy with Dusty, motivational time with Dusty, and advice from Dusty. I'm open to 
all of those and any kind of thing because, you know, or, or movies I'm watching and things like that, because that's the kind of stuff I want to talk about. I want to, I mean, as this goes on, I'll, I'll, I'll probably every time give some kind of update like I did at the beginning of this, some kind of weirdly, maybe grim type of intro. And then, you know, go into the things that I'm doing day to day life, what I'm listening to, what I'm watching. I mean, last night we watched The Planet of the Apes that was made in the 2000s with James Franco and John Lithgow. Really great. I mean, we watched, a while back, we watched all of the old Planet of the Apes from Charlton Heston to all the way up, I think it was five of them. And we watched all of them and and they were really great. I really enjoyed them. We skipped Planet of the Apes 2001, which was just a remake of the original and went right into the James Franco one. And wow, that that movie is really well done. We have the other two of that series that we'll probably watch in the next couple of days. Really good stuff. Um, so, so I'll, you know, I'll do stuff like that. So the more more bumpers, the better. Uh, and also, all right, so a couple of country singers have died, and uh, I'm big fans of them. I'm going to start with Kenny Rogers, and uh, I'll talk a little bit about my experience with Kenny Rogers and whatnot. I mean, growing up, we always had tapes in the car. My dad wouldn't really let me listen to the radio. He would never let me control the radio, and if I ever listened to something I wanted to listen to and it wasn't country, uh, we would end up fighting. Um, Granted, I was into Limp Biscuit. You know, I mean, when 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 you're when you're all right. So this is my dad. This is what my dad wants to listen to in the car. Right? Let's see. Um, let's see. This is what my dad wants to listen to as we're riding around in the car. You know, he's he's all about this. Okay. Now I love this. I love Elvira by the Oak Ridge Boys. I'm a big fan of it. But when, you know, your dad wants to listen to that and then you want to listen to this. I guess it would be nice if I could touch your body. I know not everybody has got a body like me, but I gotta think twice before I give my heart away. And I know all the games you play, cause I play them too. Oh, but I need some time off from that emotion. Showing you that door, Ron, gotta have faith. Gotta have faith. 
Right? You can see how that could cause some problems in the relationship. When my dad wants Elvira and I want Limp Biscuit, right? You can see how that could uh, cause some problems. So, but my my dad being, you know, the one who, you know, paid the bills, owned the car, um, he usually won the argument. So I would have to listen to these old country albums. Now, I have a better appreciation for those albums now, I think, than I did back then. But one, uh, Kenny Rogers we used to listen to a lot. And I remember the first, you know, the first big song that that I liked by Kenny Rogers was the one that everybody knows. But I'm going to just play a little bit of it. On a warm summer's evening On a train bound for nowhere I met up with a gambler We were both too tired to sleep So we took turns of staring Out the window at the darkness Till boredom overtook us And he began to speak He said, son, I've made a life Out of reading people's faces And knowing what the cards were by the way they held it. All right, so this that's an incredible song. I don't want to play too much of any of these songs, but that's an incredible song. I, if you have Spotify, get it, listen to these songs. So The Gambler was the first one that I really liked. And then I heard this one. Everyone considered him a coward of the county. He had never stood one single time to prove the county wrong. His mama named him Tommy, but folks just called him Yellow. But something always told me they were reading Tommy wrong. Okay, so that song is incredible. That's that's uh, those two songs. It's the epitome of storytelling songs. It's so great. And then later, I was listening to an artist. I think it was Billy Currington, and he covered this song. This really became one of my favorites. In a bar in Toledo, across from the depot, on a bar stool, she took off her ring. I thought I'd get closer, so I walked on over. I sat down and asked her her name. Okay, so this is this is that's that's uh, the gambler, coward of the county, and Lucille, right? He has so many. And then I, then I had um, uh, the six pack, the movie with. With with uh, Kenny Rogers, Diane Lane, Anthony Michael Hall, uh, and then this was the song from that. Such a great song. You can run, you can hide, never let it inside. Keep living your life in the dark. Sooner or later that gentle persuader is gonna catch up with your heart Make you a dreamer 
All right. Love, love will turn you around. So good. All right. So that's the Kenny Rogers that I grew up listening to. And I was like, this is amazing. Um, and I love Kenny Rogers. So you can imagine my shock when I learned about Kenny Rogers and the first edition and found out this was Kenny Rogers. up this morning with the sundown shining in I found my mind in a brown paper bag but then I mean uh unbelievable unbelievable that that's Kenny Rogers this was also a good one that I liked You've painted up your lips and rolled and curled your tinted hair Ruby, are you contemplating going out And the Killers did a, did, a, did a pretty fun cover of that song at one time. I mean, he has so many great songs. Uh, and then it's like, lately, because I have... Um, because I have Spotify, I just go in and I just listen to a lot of these old albums now without having to buy them. Uh, this song has has become one of my new favorites of Kenny Rogers. I mean, that's such a cool song. I mean, not only do I just love um, Tulsa. I mean, I love the city of Tulsa. I think it's so great. One of my favorite places, really. I mean, I, I haven't been there as much as I'd like, but... You know, the first time I ever went there, I just was passing through and I did an open, I did a, a show at a place called the Sound Pony in Tulsa, downtown Tulsa. And I walked in and it was like this hipster joint, like everybody looked like punk rock. I thought, man, I am not going to do well here. This is not going to be good. And it was one of my most favorite shows. I really loved it there. I made a lot of friends out of that show. And then I've been to the Tulsa Looney Bin a couple of times. And I actually like that club a lot too, but I, I don't know. That's on a different side of town. And I don't even think people really go there. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I would, I would, and I went back and did a, like a jazz bar in Tulsa. I forget what it was called. And that was a great room, but it, you know, the show was okay. Um, but I, I really enjoy the city and that song. I mean, there's so many Tulsa songs that are cool. Uh, this is not Kenny Rogers, but just while we're on Tulsa, 
I'm going to play this one. Um, this is one of my favorites. I left Oklahoma driving in a Pontiac just about to lose my mind. What I love about this song is this is about a guy who's like, he's just sitting in Tulsa and he's like, man, I, I, I bet I get famous out in L.A. I'm about to get out of here. I'm about to go to L.A. And he's like, so he rolls out to L.A. And then the second verse is him being like, nobody wants me in their movies. Nobody sings my songs. He's like, what am I doing out here? And then he's like, and then it occurs to him. He's like, you know what? I bet I could go home and nobody would even know I was gone. And dude just gets up, heads on back home, and I love it. I, I love that idea. I mean, when I when I left Opelika, Alabama for the first time to go to Charleston, South Carolina, that's what I told myself. I was like, I'm gonna move. Me and my friend Joey, we told ourselves, we said, look, look, let, let's move. And if we don't like it, we can just come home. And that's what I've always said. It's like to anybody that wants to move and do stuff, that's what I always say to them. Just do it, man. If you don't like it, go home. All right, so that's going to be my Kenny Rogers rundown. Actually, you know what? I'm going to do one more uh, because this was uh, – I read a thing, and I, I wish I could find it. It was on, it was on someone's – Facebook about a story they had about Kenny Rogers, but it was so long ago, who knows where that would even be. But this is called The Greatest by Kenny Rogers, and I think this was his last big hit. Little boy in a baseball hat Stands in the field with his ball and bat Says I am the greatest player of them all Puts his bat on his shoulder And he tosses up his ball And the ball goes up and the ball comes down Swings his bat all the way around The world's so still you can hear the sound The baseball falls to the ground I remember that song makes me think of my friend John Strickland. I remember me and John were really good friends uh, at the you know senior year of high school and there the a couple of years after. And uh, we, I, my mom wanted me to. This is how I, I started hanging out with John. My mom wanted me to cut the grass at her house, and I didn't want to do it. That's how lazy I was. I hired Brandon Melnick and John Strickland to come over and cut the grass, and they did. And then me and John became friends and hung out all the time after that. And me and John listened to this song. Uh, first time I ever heard it, we listened to it together. So it was probably very early 2000s. And um, I was just like, uh, I don't know, just such a good song. I mean, who knows what me and John were up to? We We got into a lot of trouble, me and that guy. And uh, I don't know where he's at, but uh, uh, but it's just such a such a good fun song. All right, so I'm going to move off of Kenny Rogers and on to Joe Diffie. Joe Diffie is also I'm also a big fan of Joe Diffie. Joe Diffie gave us songs like this.
Well, I got my first truck when I was three. Drove a hundred thousand miles on my knees. Hauled marbles and rocks and thought twice before I hauled a Barbie doll bed for the girl next door. She tried to pay me with a kiss and I began to understand there's something women like about a pickup man. And that is true. Women love a truck. I don't care what anybody says. I, I remember I used to drive a uh, 1989 full-size Bronco, white Bronco. It was the best. And women wanted to ride with me all the time. I'm not, I'm not playing with it. They always wanted to go for a ride with me. But that truck was breaking down a lot. And this is what my dad did to me. My dad took that truck one day. I was working at Jim Bob's Chicken Fingers. I was back there frying up some chicken. And my dad came in, got my keys, took that truck to the car dealership and traded it in on a four-door Saturn, okay? A small four-door Saturn. This thing was dark blue with gray bumpers. It was a manual transmission, and I don't think it had power steering. It was the hardest thing to turn. It was the hardest thing to shift. It was the most uncool car ever on the face of the earth, and my friends called it Pooh Bear. My friend Costa, he called it Pooh Bear, and and we would call it incognito because it was just a hidden car. It looked he said it looked like the car that would have the Winnie the Pooh sun visors in the back uh back windows to keep the uh you know the kids from getting all burnt up. And that car I ended up flipping into a marsh in Charleston, South Carolina, and that's where that car deserved. Actually, I got a lot of use out of that car. It was a really great car, but uh, not cool. Women did not really want to go for a ride with me. All right, so that's Pickup Man, and then he gave us like this. Let's see. Here it is. All right, so that's John Deere Green. That was a really fun one. Uh, and actually, my friend um, this morning put it out a thing where he tagged me in it. My friend Rick Shaw, uh, who lives in Tulsa, uh, put out a thing this morning where he sang this song. And it is uh, one of my favorites. Uh, maybe my favorite Joe Diffie song, honestly. And I'm going to play a little bit more of this one than I did of John Deere Green. But this is a really, really fun one. The John, the essential Joe Diffie on Spotify, really unbelievable. This is one of my favorites. The only thing I see ahead is just the heat arising off the road. Rainbows I've been chasing keep on fading before I find my pot of gold. And more and more I'm thinking that the only treasures that I'll ever know are long ago and far behind, wrapped up in my memories of home. Home was a swimming hole and a fishing pole And the feel of a muddy road between my toes Home was a back porch swing where I would sit 
And mom would sing amazing grace While she hung out the clothes Home was an easy chair With my daddy there And the smell of Sunday supper on the stove My footsteps carry me away But in my mind I'm always going home all right. I mean, that song and this current condition we're living in making me very emotional. I mean, I don't think most people really know how country I am. I mean, I have always, you know, had, you know, as a kid, I had a bit of an accent, but I've never really had that much of an accent. I've always, <clears throat> I mean, I still have a bit of one, but I, I've never, you know, and it's like, I didn't have, you know, for a short minute I had the Bronco, but I never had the jacked up, nice looking truck, and and uh, and all these things that 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 are so associated with what it means to be country. I mean, we were just country. I mean, I my dad lives on a farm, still lives on there. He has, you know, about a hundred acres, uh, a little over, where we can just roam free in the woods and run and we, we we swam in creeks and in ponds and we caught catfish and and we went hunting and we you know we walked barefoot through creeks and and we swung on vines in the woods i mean and then my mom's place it was a trailer park but you know my mom built a garden in the backyard i mean she cleared out a bunch of trees and built a garden i mean she was growing corn and and uh, okra and cucumbers and tomatoes. I mean, she had it all going back there. We had woods on either side of us. I ran through the woods like, I mean, I, I rode four-wheelers. I rode bikes. I mean, you know, I, I chased cows. I got chased by cows. Uh, we rode horses. I mean, we were doing a full-on country experience. So when I hear a song like this, I mean, it really takes me back, even as dysfunctional as my family is. I mean, because... By the time, you know, I was really cognizant of what was going on, my dad was already in his third marriage. My mom had been married twice. I have stepbrothers and and, and sisters, and uh, I never consider my sisters to be half-sisters. I never say that. But the the definition of half-sister is that you have one parent that you share and then a, a separate parent. And that's – so I have two older sisters. We have the same mom, different dad. So it's like I had this – you know, this dysfunction of family going on, but still these type of songs really make me, really take me back. I mean, there's nothing like the summertime in the South. I mean, it's, it's really unbelievable. I mean, the, the, the grass is green, the trees are beautiful and there's just the smells and it just, you know, you just, uh, I don't know, it's just wonderful. And it's like, if, if this type of thing like we're, I feel like we're in this place right now with the virus. Where we're in this stalemate of where, where we're like, does life pick back up where we left off? Do we do we just kick back into it, or is this the beginning of a change? Because this is, if this is the beginning of a change, then let's make the adaption. I mean, I'm going to go home to Alabama. I mean, if 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 all of this crumbles and we and we're we're done, I'm going to go back and I'm going to live on the farm. And I, I mean, I'm going to. I'm going to grow crops and I'm going to raise cows and I'm going to roam through the fields and just enjoy my life. And I'm going to shut down social media, turn off the computers and just connect to nature again, connect to the environment. I mean, think about this. When's the last time you went outside and just looked up at the sky? Last night I went out, the, the sky was clear. I could see the stars. I could see the moon. It was amazing. You know, I didn't spend as much time last night looking as I have in the past, but 
I mean, I when I was growing up, me and my friends would set up, my dad would bail these big round bales of hay and he would pile them up in one corner of his yard, you know, and we would go out there at night during the summer and we would just set out there on those bales and we would talk about aliens and ghosts and stuff like that, but we would just lay out there and just look up at the stars. We weren't looking down in our phones, we were looking up to the sky and we were seeing what was going on and we were taking it in and and we were just we were pointing out the 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 you know the constellations but not to be some kind of cheesy romantic but for the sake of discovery no one wants to discover anything now because you can't even ask people questions if you ask someone a question they talk to you like you're stupid and then they go to google and then they get you know some supposed truth by someone who's already answered the question that you've just asked and it's we've lost the the um, the ability to be curious because everything is already supposedly answered for us, and that's the excitement of this potential change. Is that's like, are we going to go into to something different? All right, I'm going to play another Joe Diffie. Now, this one is an interesting one because he just died. Well, I ain't afraid of dying It's the thought of being dead I want to go on being me Once my eulogy's been read Don't spread my ashes out to sea Don't lay me down to rest You can put my mind at ease If you fill my last request Prop me up Beside the jukebox if I die Lord, I want to go to heaven But I don't want to go tonight I love this song. That's the only line I don't like. He says, I, I want to go to heaven, but I don't want to go tonight. I'm like, me? I'm like, nah, I'll go right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but uh, the, he has so many good songs. The Essential Joe Diffie on... Um, Spotify is unbelievable. So that's my Joe Diffie. And then now John Prine is sick. So I'd like to play a couple of John Prine songs that I really enjoy. Now I'll just say straight off. I mean, John Prine has so many albums. John Prine has, 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 is, is just someone that I'm not as familiar with as probably a lot of people are. I mean, he's really celebrated. A lot of people really, really love John Prine. I like him. I like the album Diamonds in the Rough. It's from 1972, and there's the whole album is great, but there's three songs off here I really like in particular, so I'll go in order. The first is called Souvenirs. Christmas days have come and gone Broken toys and faded colors Are all that's left to linger on 
I hate graveyards and old pawn shops For they always bring tears Can't forgive the way they rob me Of my childhood souvenirs Okay, that's a great one. This this next one's called Sour Grapes. I don't care if the sun don't shine But better off people will wonder No man if it ever quits raining Except the kids are afraid of the thunder See sour grapes You can laugh and stare this next verse is my favorite one. Couldn't care less if I didn't have a friend. Except people would say I was crazy. It wouldn't work because I don't need money. Except the same folks say I was lazy. Say sour grapes. I love that. I love that. I mean, it's uh, that whole verse right there is just about the judgment of other people. He's like, I don't need any friends, but people would say I was crazy if I didn't have them. And he said, I, I don't need to work because I don't need money. But the same folks would say I was lazy. All right. So that's Sour Grapes. And then the next one is The Great Compromise. Now, this is my favorite one off the album. This whole album is great, but these three are my favorite. This is my favorite one. I knew a girl who was almost a lady She had a way with all the men in her life Every inch of her blossom and beauty She was born on the 4th of July well, She lived in an aluminum house trailer and she worked in a jukebox alone. All right, so that's The Great Compromise. So that's John Prime. That was a little uh, journey with Kenny Rogers, Joe Diffie, and John Prime. Um, and just, um, you know, just to, you know, give you a little preview of what's going on. Give those a listen. I mean, during this time, turn off your TV. Uh, oh, oh, wow. Okay, great. That makes me think of something. Um, wow. That makes me think of something. I don't know if I'll be able to find it though. I don't know what album it's off of, but. When I was a child, my family would travel down to Western. That's not there, but that's a good one too. I don't know if I'll ever find it. But, I mean, John Prine has such a great one. Uh, it, you know, and Willie Nelson, I think, put one out. It's like, just turn off the news and go plant a garden. I mean, I haven't watched the news, meaning CNN, Fox News, MSNBC. I haven't watched any of that this entire time, and I feel great. I don't search the coronavirus on Twitter. I don't do any of those things. What's going to happen is going to happen. I do watch, um, you know, the press conference uh, when the president comes out to kind of give us an update of what's happening. I listen, you know, to those doctors and stuff that he has with him. But 
I, I don't want to hear uh, a mainstream media spin. I just want to kind of hear what's going on and not live in fear. Um, and, you know, um, and I've been planting stuff. I've planted grass and my grass has begun to grow. I've uh, been working on my house plants. I painted the garage. I um, have been doing all kinds of things, and that's what's keeping me occupied and helping me feel productive. And I've been editing a lot of videos. I've just been doing a lot of stuff that you know I'm, I quote unquote didn't have time for prior to that. Get creative during this time. Paint something. If you've always wanted to paint, now's your time. If you've always wanted to write a song, now's your time. If you've always wanted to edit a video or learn to do something, now is your time. You've been giving uh, a moment of free time, a moment. I mean, how many of us, you know, a couple of weeks ago were going, oh, if I could just have a couple of days off. Now you have them. Use it. Even if you're low on money, that's more of a reason to 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 get creative with what you have. Think about growing up uh, potentially when when everything wasn't available to you. Like if you wanted to draw a picture, you didn't go, well, I need to run down to Michael's or the Hobby Lobby and get some pens. You found a pen laying around somewhere and you drew something. Now is your time. Find that creative side of you. Shut down social media. Get creative. Start feeling the flow. Connect spiritually. You know, I mean, I, again, I don't know how religious people listening to me are, but now is your time to connect spiritually. Do it. Meditate. Pray. It's it's a time uh, for us to to to, to, to kind of take it easy and and find our own hope. I mean, I played this song at the end of the of the last podcast, but I. I think it's worthy of playing again because I just think it's such a good song and um, and uh, don't lose hope in this. Don't lose hope because it's, you know, we're going to find our way out of this one way or another. So I'm going to leave you with this. This is Dusty Slay. We're having a good time. My email is DustySlayComedy at gmail.com. Send me anything you want to send me. I want to hear what you have to say. Here we go. Jack Johnson. I got a faulty parachute. I got a stranger's friend. An exciting change in my butcher's blend. A symbol on the ceiling with the flick of a switch. Yeah, my newfound hero in the enemy's ditch. Yeah. Well, somebody, something was left in the room. And now that it's gone, well, of course we assume. Somebody else needed something so bad. They took everything somebody had Losing hope is easy When your only friend is gone And every time you look around Well, it all, it all just seems to change
left, man, it's never the same Next time that you shoot, make sure that you aim Open windows with passing cars A brand new night with the same old stars Yes, Jack Johnson. Don't lose hope, guys. Don't lose hope. We're going to get it figured out. Things are going to get figured out. Thanks for listening. We're having a good time. <laughs>